are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to, or welcome to, the Death Note Reading Club. Our very, very first meeting of our Death Note Reading Club. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. I'm here with Jason. What up, Jason? Hello, Jim. Hello. And yeah, we're going to be doing a Death Note here and something that me and you really, really do enjoy. It is one, in my mind, one of the classics. And every oh, time... indubitably. Yeah, every time we talk about this stuff, it does actually always amazed me that it started out in 2003 a lot of the things that we end up doing you know are kind of recent or whatnot but this one it's kind of a classic right it's a classic it kind of you know brought a lot of people into manga into the genre and even though it's kind of set the tone for things there's never really been anything quite like it since it has it's still has its own unique feel yeah and with that i don't think that it feels dated one bit i i think that it's you get in here and you would be amazed i think that you could fool people and say that this just came out maybe a little bit of different way things flow or whatnot but i think that it is right on it's neato as the kids say <laughs> right but it is written by sugumi oba and illustrated by takeshi obata and it did come out between 2003 and 2006 and it's one of those ones that has two creators a writer and an artist, you don't often get that, but that's a, a cool deal with Sometimes it. they've worked together, and Takeshi Obata, the uh, artist, has also done some stuff on his own. Right now, he's doing that, uh, what is it, the comedy one that's coming out in Shonen Jump. Oh, yeah, it, it is the, oh my God. Shoha Shoten. Shoha Shoten, which I'm actually a little behind on right now, but I do like that. Me and Luke actually get a kick out of that. And again, that's kind of a funny deal to show you the idea that sometimes you know, you'll get in that niche and you'll be, okay, that's a horror writer, that's a horror illustrator, but that show on Shoten is far from a death note. Absolutely. You can still see the same influence in some of the facial expressions that kind of come through, but a, a different feel, but you can see the same skills are in there. Yeah, that's when they're trying to kill him with the stand-up comedy. They're not trying to kill him with a, a notebook that you end up writing it's things It's the laugh in. note. Yes, it is. And when you end up jumping into this i do think that this again is one of those like you said it got a lot of people into manga originally you ended up having you know different medias and things like that i think a lot of people know of this and know maybe the basic concept but when you get into it it, it is more about the psychological deal and the cat and mouse that we end up getting with this death note but when we start off we start in the realm of the shinigami and in that jumping back and forth between the parallel of our Earth, the human world, and the realm of the Shimagami, where mm. there's two guys, or at least a guy and a, and a death god, who are kind of bored. And this is chapter one, boredom, which really does play chapter out, right? Chapter one, page one, right in, we have two panels side by side showing these two characters, Ryuk, who is a Shinigami in the, in the world of the Shinigami, and we have... Light Yagami, or I guess it's Light Yagami, who is bored in school. So I guess, I mean, one's in his own realm and the other's in his own realm. And I did notice this time that in school, there's a girl reading a manga surreptitiously there under her desk. That's kind of funny. Yeah, she's trying to hide it. And yeah, yeah they're both bored. And it, it, co it goes with the idea that's funny to me. It's like, which is worse, being in school when you just are bored out of your skull because you're the smartest guy there? Maybe a little bit crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe a little. Yeah, in that Shinigami realm, 
where you're just this guy, mm-hmm. Ryu, can watching people play some stupid I, games, I guess right? you can at least graduate from school. I don't know how that works there in Shinigami World. Yeah, so then you go to the next deal, and I, I do like the credits page, too, where you have the line up there. And he's just like, what the heck yeah, is like, going like on? Like the usual suspects, but they're very unusual. Holy moly. But then we get into this, and you do start with Shinigami's world with the Ryuk deal. And, yeah, they're playing, like, roll-the-bones type games. And it, it it plays out the idea that you're trying to get, okay, what's going on? But Ryuk is just bored out of his gourd. He's just like, he's like oh, these God. other two Shinigami, I guess they're pretty content to just sit around and play stupid games, but he needs something else. He needs some more excitement. He needs some action. Yeah. So he ends up deciding that he's going to go off and they're like, hey, well, what's going on? Where are you going? He's like, oh, I dropped my death note. And we don't really know <laughs> anything about this at this point, but it seems like what he's doing is like, oh man, you did that in the mention of Two death notes the oh my god You're still carrying around that second one Behind the big man's you know back And things like that and it's it's intriguing you, You're not hel- held hands But you're going right there pay to see there's someone Called the old man who the king Of the Shinigami the devil is Who knows we don't know and that the, Somehow he had two death Notes and we don't know where death Notes come from we don't know where they go but at least these other two Shinigami think it's awful sketchy that he had two to begin with. Yeah, and then say, like, where do you think you dropped it? Like, what? it's funny. It's like, that drives me nuts. When I'm looking for something. When I'm looking for something, and then Tanya goes, well, where did you leave it? I'm like, if I knew that, I'd have it in my head right now. Like, really? But he knows where he dropped it. My, my wife just starts naming locations. Like, I, I, that doesn't help, dear. Thank you very much. But you can just. I know that one of the things, one of my buddies, that the trigger for him is when. And somebody says, oh, it's always the last place you look. And then he goes, of course it is, because then I find it. I'm like, no, no, no. They just mean like it's somewhere where you'd never <laughs> believe it would be that he can't get over that. He hates that. That's like the biggest trigger that and the word moist. He can't stand either. <laughs> He'll go nuts. But wow. so at least at least you have Ryuk realizes, OK, and not even realizes this is part of the fun. Oh, I dropped it in the human world. And you do mm-hmm. see like the last second where they're playing that game. Everything's boring, but they're de- what they both turn around like, holy crap. Like you can tell that's something weird. Like that's something you don't normally do because of their relaxed. Ryuk doesn't say specifically to them. I did it on purpose because I was bored. He just says, oh, I dropped it. So he's not admitting it down here. in Exactly. It's almost the idea. Again, if you're there and you're bored with some buddies or even that. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm going to go over there. Like, oh, why you do? Oh, I left that there. Like, it, he seems to, as we go, he set this up. But yeah, he's not saying to them, well, listen, I'm bored. I'm going to go off to here and go off to there. That seems to be like his excuse of why he's going to go off. And just to, to say right away, I mean, Ryuk is, is horrific, right? He's a, but he doesn't end up scaring you, or at least me, when I'm reading mm-hmm. this. Because he is so over the top with his big, you know, mouth and his eyes, it, it's kind of comical in my mind. He in in the Shinigami world. The other two are like bones and things. He doesn't have bones showing. He looks almost like a, a big, kind of a clown kind of look. Big, like a clown with big teeth and big spiked collar. Yep. And if this was somebody that, you know, I ran into, on the, you know, walking down the street, I, I'd probably put my pants. But the idea in this, <laughs> I'm reading it, it's kind of like, okay. He seems kind of, you know, chill. I, I don't mind him. 
And then we go off. He has a, a very expressive face. I think if we took one of these bone guys and put him in the uh, the role of the main Shinigami, it wouldn't be as as much fun because you wouldn't see those emotional reactions to everything that happens going on. Which with it is he really like has a ball as we go forward. He really enjoys yeah, what's going on. It's crazy how he turns into like the audience surrogate because he's observing things and enjoying this kind of awful stuff that happens just as we are so we're we're in the position of being just like a shinigami which is kind of uncomfortable yeah it is and and a lot of this is uncomfortable and that's kind of the play as we go and you then go to the kid who was bored looking out the window which makes sense how this progresses where it's like yagami who is 17 he looks out the window and he sees the death note it's just a black notebook we don't know what it is right yet but he says oh a notebook looks out and then once class lets out, he goes over, picks it up. It says death note and he mm-hmm. opens it up and there is a lot of instructions in it. It is something where you're like, okay, and it's in English. And he says, and oh, he does what a pain. not take it seriously at all. He thinks it's some kind of dumb joke. He does mention it's all in English, which is interesting because I wasn't, wouldn't otherwise have been sure if it was originally in English or if we're just getting a translated version. But no, he says very specifically. The death note is written in English. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, and he starts reading the rules. The first one, the human whose name is written in this note shall die. Uh, You know, oh, man, whose sick crap is this? He just thinks he's like, who's the goth kid in school here? Who's who's doing this nonsense? And like you said, he doesn't take it seriously. Somebody's fan fiction. Yeah, he keeps it, though. He puts it in his bag Mm -hmm. and goes home, and then you end up having a pretty cool deal where he's sitting there. It seems to have taken hold in his mind somehow. So he goes home. He he doesn't throw it out. He doesn't throw it away. We see him sitting at his own desk, and he's reading it, and it says, This note will not take effect unless the writer has the person's face in their mind when writing his or her name. Therefore, people sharing the same name will not be affected. Then it says, if the cause of death is written within 40 seconds of writing the person's name, it will happen. And third, if the cause of death is not specified, the person will simply die of a heart attack. Finally, after writing the cause of death, details of the death should be written the next 6 minutes and 40 seconds a.k.a. 400 seconds. So right away, we are on page 9, and we have the basic rules just handed to us, which sets up the whole... I mean, it's intriguing right away. Like, these are some pretty very specific rules with some creepy things going on, and I can see why reading those, if you just found this in a notebook, you'd say, oh, that's that's creepy, but that's interesting. Yeah, and, and the problem is here for me, and when I was reading this again, and it, like you said, you get the rules now, very specific deal where you go and rules will start to change a little or add to as we go forward we'll find out that these things are a little fluid and they end up you don't know everything about it there's some details some right codicils and as we go forward we'll find out that light is even testing the limits more than a lot of people were and and even finding out things that most people didn't know even Ryuk. so it's cool he's like somebody who plays a video game and wants to poke at every last little shrub to see if there's a hidden door there which makes sense because when you go through in the progression of this you get this death note he reads it we're getting the rules right as he is getting the rules so it's nothing feels like you're being lectured to you're intrigued like light but light ends up being a little too intrigued but even then you then find out, like you just said, about how he's a guy who's trying to poke at it and find out because he is super smart. We find out through the progression of this with his mom and things like that, that he is one of the best students in Japan for his age, mm-hmm. but he's bored. 
he, he we we saw it already and so this ends up with maybe some people would be like ah this is goofy whatever it, it, he can't get it out of his mind he keeps thinking about it like you said something is clicking with that with all of this though i'm an idiot and if i got it Uh-oh. i know that i would think it's a goof and i would say oh really i i guarantee you i would have written something in here just as a goof of <laughs> like somebody that i'd like or somebody that i know uh-huh. like it would be Uh-oh. really bad because it'd be funny like oh really like how about this <laughs> santa claus like you know i don't know what <laughs> well, it would be that's see, I, I need to to make a list of all the badasses for my uh my podcast this week and then there goes all your income yeah so it would be problems and so with that too you don't get we'll, – we'll still get a very specific thing coming up of who you can write and how it'll work and things like that. But the idea of this, I think I would be like it would be the worst. I would end up like it would be like a sports hero. I'd be so stupid with it thinking it's a goof. That would be a different kind of a story. Oh, it yes. would be. Mario Lemieux. I'm like, oh, no. What is oh, no. My favorite That's guy super ever. Mario. Mario. But, yeah, when this goes through, he starts to – wonder and you can see that he's figuring things like okay i'm gonna do this but he gets a plan pretty quick here and i think that the play is the little bit of a a delay and things like that with him actually doing the names like he might do something like that well let me see this is nonsense but once you end up going forward because he's still looking at it and he's wondering he's talking to his mom he goes upstairs he's laying down in bed and then you see or he sees Ryuk. That's when all bets are off in my mind. That you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I think this might be real when there's a death god in your <laughs> room. That this hulking death god. And, and Light's usually pretty cool and collected, but even he cannot be cool and collected when this crazy, evil, ghost clown, goth guy shows up in his room. He, he yells out, I wonder if his mom or sister heard anything and you know, what they thought. And he knows. He read a Shinigami. He like falls back. Now, with that, this happens a lot in the, about him pretending to be scared but not, or pretending to be this or that. It does seem like he is at least, like, wowed by this. I mean, he falls back. and He's terrified at yeah, this moment. Yeah, he tries no to question. play it off, right? He recovers really quickly. You got to give him that credit. But in that moment, he is crap in his pants. Yeah, and so when you have this, you have this in a lot of different comics, movies, anything, where... Somebody is introduced, it doesn't have to be scary, but like even a superhero or something like that where you're really like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I just, Like you said, he recovers so quick and it starts to give you that inkling that this kid, he's a little, I don't know if you think he's off at this point, but boy, he's all business. We're not going to go through a, a part of like this whole chapter of him. Oh my God, I can't believe it. What is, what is it like being this or what do I do or whatnot? He just sees him and he goes, oh, you're, you're a death god. He gets his composure. I'm not surprised to see you. He's been bored probably for years now, but he sees this opportunity to change his way of life, the way his life is progressing, and he goes for it. Yeah, yeah. So he gets right in. Hey, I've been waiting for you with a pretty evil look. And I, I'm like, right? It's like, really? Really? Like, you've been waiting for me? It's like. Yeah, yeah, a personal visit from Shinigami, very kind yeah, of you. It's crazy because suddenly Light has kind of seized the conversational power here. Yeah, he has. Which is nuts because Ryuk's obviously been like lurking in his room or popping into existence in his room to go boo, and he's he's a death god, he's a Shinigami, and suddenly he's kind of on the back foot with this teenager. Yeah, and so what do you think when Ryuk goes here, like his idea of fun 
might have been just the idea I throw this in, if somebody can see me, I can go and scare them a little, have a conversation, whatever, maybe even whatever. We don't know Ryuk Steele because even in this, he kind of plays it loose of what he gets out of it and things like that. There's mention of, you know, a little different afterlife if you start using this and stuff like that for mm. light, but it, it does end up, I think, intriguing him right away. Like, What's going on with this kid? Like, this is something different. Like, this shouldn't be. I should be the one who's yelling things and and doing things. He should be hiding in a closet yelling. And he's not. He's like, oh, thanks. I got this death note, but I'm kind of doing the Hey, look here. And he hands it to to Ryuk. And he's like, holy crap. Like, this is amazing. Like, pages, pages of names covered here. He just dove right in. Just right in. It looks like the yellow pages. It looks like or the white pages. (laughs) It looks like a telephone book that he's written so many names. And then starts going in that, and he says nobody has ever done this in just the first five days or any five days of this death note. This is crazy. Most people would be too scared. And he looks at him, and you have the eyes there. And I think he's like, Ugh. oh, this this kid is awesome. He, he looks a little golem-like just for that one panel, maybe two panels. And he ends up saying that he is here. He's he's for this. He's all big and whatever. And you end up having, you know, hey, what, what happens to me now? Do you take my soul? He actually thinks, and that's the other thing. He kind of thinks right now that Ryuk's going to grab his soul and take him to hell, and he's still not reacting. And he thinks that he already had all his fun with his death. No, he thinks it's all over. He thinks that the story's done. But no, he's saying, okay, yep, I used it. I know it belonged to Shinigami. Now the Shinigami's here. So what, what are you going to do? And to me, that makes soul? it worse. Like the idea that he thinks that this death god has shown up to grab his soul for eternal punishment, and he's just cool. Oh, what happens now? We go, oh, no, we don't do that. It's better than cram school, I guess. Yeah, yeah, really. Nobody likes cram school. Uh, But, yeah, they talk about the idea of, okay, it lands in the world, and it's yours. You get to use it, and, yeah, don't give it to another human. And this is a big thing that I actually forgot, the idea where if he does give it and some other human does get it, his memories of anything with the Death Note are then erased, so he would not right. remember any you're, of that. I guess you're only allowed to know about the Shinigami while you actually possess the yeah. Death Note. Yeah, so, and, and they play out a, a cool thing. He jumps out the window, he's going around, and he's, you know, on top of a telephone pole saying nobody else can see him uh, because of that. That's a bond between me and you, Light and Ryuk, and he's like, oh, the bond. And so you go with this. So he says, like, there's no price to pay for this. Like, this is great. Like, this is the best thing. Yeah, he's like, not exactly. Terms and conditions, some fine print. But don't worry about that now. Someday when you die, I, meaning Ryu, will be the one writing your name down. And also, don't think, and this is a zoom in on his face. His face looks creepier in this panel than he has any panel so far, which is saying something. He says, don't think that any human who's used a death note can go to heaven or to hell. And then he just drops it. No, no further details there. I just That's all I had to say. Like, <laughs> I think I'd have a follow-up question if I, I were like Like, um, excuse me, sir, this, on that last topic. But no. It's me. I'm sitting there. I'm like, so we're saying limbo here. All right. That's so, kind of uh, cool. So Buffalo. Go yeah, Buffalo? really. Okay. All right, Canada. Light has already said, like, oh, I recognize you, Shinigami. There's a legitimate death god in your room. So you have to believe in some sort of afterlife of some bit when you have that right in your face. But again, he doesn't care. He ends up looking, and I like the eyes, the faces, and then boom, you have like start smiling. Like, 
all right, that seems good to me. I'm like, I don't know. Kind of a nervous laughter. You can see how he's kind of trying to, again, get back to that position of control. Where, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know what's all up. I'm, I'm cool and collected here. And you can see him forcing himself back into that emotional state. Yeah, and he ends up saying, all right, then then you end up having Rogue say, hey, that, you'll find out after you die. We'll, we'll do that later. Like, Don't worry about it now. But okay. then you have a cool deal where Light says, well, why did you choose me? Why, why was I chosen now? We did see the book kind of just almost like it materialized right there in his sight. He goes, but that's not there for just him. He says, I didn't choose you. That's just here. I throw it down there. I left it here. Yeah, I wanted to get a human involved. That's what Ryuk says anyway. We didn't see him drop it. We don't know how that happened. So we're not sure how much we can trust Ryuk on this. But, I mean, it certainly wound up. He says that's why it's written in English. He says it's the most popular language in your world, which, okay, sure. And uh, so he didn't even know it was going to end up in Japan. Yeah, he just seemed to, like, throw he it says. through. Like a, it so, seems like a portal. Right. You just throw it Who through knows? and it lands wherever. Luckily, it didn't land in an ocean. You'd have a fish doing the thing. Uh, he ends up saying it. <laughs> it's kind of funny because even then... <laughs> Not that Ryuk knows it'd be funny if fish is like trying to write things down. Writes in like the Gorton's fisherman. Exactly. Mrs. Oh, yeah. T. He's really pissed off at that. Like stuff like that. Oh, it'd be great. Uh, Trash Island. Well, that's not a person. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, you end up where he ends up saying, I didn't choose you because you're so smart or something, which that kind of is a weird deal. Like, that could be something you would just say, but it does seem like you might know a little bit about him, and maybe we'll find out later that this wasn't so random. But he's like, well, why'd you drop it? And he's like, you know, you, you put instructions and all that. Why'd you drop it? I was bored. That's, that's all this is. I mean, there's going to be a wave of, I guess you say murders because of how this goes, a wave of death. Only because Ryuk was bored. It just yeah, that's, this I mean, that's the name of the chapter is boredom. And that's what, what kicks this whole thing off is that both these guys were just kind of bored. Yep. And he says, I end up where I'm in the you know realm of Shinigami and they're kind of just nonsense. They, they sit around, they do nothing. And he says, I like the idea. Hey, listen, I'm a death guy. It's kind of funny for me to say, but I didn't feel alive. I wanted to feel alive. so He forgot how to live, Jim. Yeah, he did. He never learned how to live the Shinigami Ryuk. But, yeah, he says, uh, yeah, you know, do this. And he kind of ends up explaining a little bit about, you know, the human world, the Shinigami, all this. I can't really die. You can't write a Shinigami. Like, you can tell that he hated those two guys that he was hanging with. Like He he probably wrote their names over and over and over again, hoping one of them would die, but nothing. Yes, I'm telling you, Light probably could go to the beginning of the book. Who are these two names you keep writing? (laughs) I I was wondering about that. Like, when Light got the book, was it blank? Or were there some earlier pages with stuff written in it? Or were those pages ripped out? Do the pages disappear when they fill up? I wonder if it's the thing about the uh, the memory and the whole thing erased after somebody else picks it up. I don't know if that's the play. But I, I really think that when he says you can't write names and he has tried over and over. Maybe I'll write him backwards. Like he's doing some wacky right. things. He's you like, this isn't he's working. He's been so bored. He's tried every stupid thing he can think of. So he says, it's more fun to be here, is how I figured it. And you have a lot. I mean, through this whole deal, you'll always get a lot of these like faces, like to Ryuk, to see their different reactions and to see how they're doing. But then with that, Ryuk's just like, well, let's get the show on the road. Like, let's go, hey, you got a lot of names written here. Like, it kind of changes the subject there to end up where then 
you have Lightnet just doesn't say, you know, oh, yeah, whatever. He actually mm-hmm. relates to Ryuk, which I think confuses or at least excites Ryuk as well. Well, Ryuk kind of gives Light an opportunity to say, well, let's let's talk about you. And Light takes that opportunity because he wants to brag to somebody about what a smart guy he is. So he says he's mm-hmm. bored. And I thought that that was a cool thing where Ryuk's like, oh, really? Like, this, this might be fun. Uh, but yeah, you go with it because then he goes through exactly what he did. Yep, we get back to a flashback because we had jumped like five days ahead here. So Ryu or Latus had the the death of for five days. So now he's retelling the story to Ryuk about what actually happened. So we see Light kind of sitting around thinking about that death note and opening up and kind of looking at it and maybe considering writing somebody's name down. We don't know who. He has one brief pang of conscience. Like, if somebody dies, would, would I be a murderer? I, I, I think the answer is yes, Light. Yeah. The answer is yes, you I'm would. saying yes. <laughs> Pretty clear. And he said, well, he, he starts to think, it would have to be someone who it's okay to kill, hmm? and someone who has no relation to me at all, I guess, so he doesn't want to get caught. And there has to be a way to find out right away if they die. He doesn't. If he's going to do a test, he doesn't want to have to sit and wonder if the test worked or not. He wants to know right away. And coincidentally, he turns on the TV, and there just happens to be this horrible weird looking guy looks like lurch he looks exactly like lurch kurao otaharada like a like a japanese lurch and he's a horrible guy he's already killed people he's taken hospital uh, hospitals taken hostages inside a nursery school so little teeny tiny innocent children he has them hostage and it shows his face and it shows his name right there on Light's little personal TV there in his room. Everything he needs, very conveniently. Right, right, right as he's doing that. Yeah, so he writes it down. He writes it down without without any hesitation. This is one of the, the cool deals, again, where I mention it when we first get through these, where when you know it's a flashback because all of the paneling is black. So when you go yes. into that, if you're new all the gutters, to the all deal. All the background. Yep, everything Sometimes is if you look at the physical volumes, you can see a whole bunch of pages in a row just on the edges are black. You know, oh, there must be a flat flashback art going on here. He sees that, and this is his really cool way of doing this. He's watching this live. This guy is bad. He's a piece of crap. He's already a murderer. He has little kids. It's not as if this is going. And I like the play here where you're never going to get in this that Light thinks he's a like superhero. Like uh, guy. he does think that he might be a god later. But he, with yeah. this, he's not like, oh, my God, I have to save these children. Because no, he's not about saving. He's about punishment. He is about right now. Oh, this is a good opportunity. Like, he never says, right. oh, my this, God, the little kids yeah. or anything. This is he, just about, it's a great test because he'll be able to find out right away what happens. Of course, it's on live TV. So he writes the name down, and he knows that 40 seconds have passed. He has a clock there with, with seconds on it. So he knows 40 seconds have passed. And, well, if it if it was supposed to work in 40 seconds, it would have worked now. And says, so that nothing. It didn't work. But then immediately the hostages start coming out. They seem to be fine. The police go in. And we got a panel which says blah blah blah, which I guess just means yep, other stuff happens, but yeah, don't worry he doesn't about that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the reporter says the the guy's dead once again. This is the second time that Light looks surprised. We don't get to see Light looking surprised a lot. We get it twice in this chapter. So yeah, he is shocked that it actually worked. And he didn't write it, the cause of death. He just wrote the name. So when he's waiting to hear what happens, they're like, oh my God, the guy, it looks like he had a heart attack. Oh my goodness, that's the rules. Like it, it did work. <laughs> and he says, well, it could just be a coincidence, which would be a really crazy coincidence. But I guess, crazy I mean, if your choices are either I have a magic book of death or there was a crazy coincidence, 
you might think it might be. I mean, yeah. And so there's a guy. One time. You know, in his 40s, I think he was 42, he's there. That You know, you might have a heart attack. Maybe you get upset. But still, he is not fully convinced. He needs, again, though, he's a smart kid who knows, you know, you have to do some tests. You have to do the deal. You can't end up having, you know, a, a big theory where it's just one time you tested it. So he's walking around, and this is where it gets darker, because he's it walking does. around <laughs> legitimately looking for somebody to kill. He is. Right. He's like stalking around. He goes, he goes off to his cram school. There's a couple bullies there. I thought these bullies were toast. Some they're trying to shake down some uh, some nerdy kid for for twenty bucks. And then he the says the, the only thing that stops him is he says that they're too close to him. They might be able to realize like it's too. It close. could be traced back. Yeah. So yeah. that's the only thing that saves bully boys here. I mean, really, the only thing. So that shows for you now. too. He is thinking. Yeah, he's thinking. These, he is a cold and calculating killer already. It's they, not just they emotional. They might be going on the list. They're just not going to be the top of the list, but they're on the list. At least the list, you know, outside of the book that might enter it later. But he ends up where even in Cram School, he is just, he's not thinking of anything but the idea no. of who can I do this. He gets hit by chalk. I'm like, the teacher's done now. But yeah, he doesn't <laughs> go with that. I'm like, holy moly, don't, don't mess with him. But he goes walking around. And this is the crazy deal where you end up getting the motorcycle boys and they are harassing a lady. They're they're I'm telling you, this isn't like they're in an alley or whatever. They're catcalling. They are being a little aggressive. Zooming right around in front of her, like, hey baby, come on, girly. Now the worst part of this is remember, you have to have a person's name. This guy, that's the worst part of it. This guy goes over the top to tell yeah, his name, nickname. My, yeah, my name is Takuo Shibamaru. That's Shibutako for short. He, he all but takes out a social security card <laughs> and says, here's my address. Here's my mother's maiden name. My first pet was named, was named Snoopy. Everything you need to know to either steal his identity or kill him with a death note. Up to you. And so with that, again, you do have... Light, who's kind of there, he's watching. He's also, you know, got the Death Note hidden in a manga there. A little. Mm. He, he goes to a store and pretends to browse through some magazines or whatever. Light here, if anybody ever says, well, he kind of is a hero. He's not stopping what they're doing. Like, they are upsetting this woman. He's not, hey, guys, you know, stop doing that, whatever. He's just watching. He hears a name. And, I think, all right. And he's going to test this. And the big thing is he ended up not putting a cause of death that first time, and there's a heart attack, so to really, really test this. Right. It's experiment number two, make it a little more complicated. And he writes the guy's name down, and again, we're looking at the English translation, and we see he's written down one, two, three, four, five, six different versions of his spelling. So I don't know how that works in Japanese, or there's different kanji characters that he tries out, but whatever it is, he makes sure to get this guy covered. Yeah, again, I thought spelled. that it would be like, a, yeah, exactly, like if it was like, uh, named Cole. It could be a K or a C. So he's making sure. sure. Uh, and one of the things that does play out is he has to actually see, you know, we find that out. He has to see the face of the person. That so, was given to us right in those first rules. And both these people, uh, Lurch and Biker Guy, have very, very distinctive faces. Kind of creepy looking distinctive faces. So it's it's kind of important in this because there's probably other people with those different spellings, but because he's never seen them, they're safe. They're not going to die. Right. And that was the play of if you have a John Smith, it, you don't have <laughs> 10 million yeah. people just drop 1% dead. 1% right? of the world's population just disappears. But this guy says his name. <laughs> 
so loud and clear to make sure I'm surprised he didn't <laughs> spell it for him. But uh, but again, that's what I thought in this going forward when you have certain things like writing down the name and those different spellings. That's a real clever way to show. Yeah, they're 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 really getting all the angles here. The, the writers, I'm saying, you, to you try can tell to that, that Oba, I, I would love like been hanging around and just listen to him like kicking around these rules or what do we have to say. How could it go wrong? And it's really a lot of it is set up all the way at the beginning. So we know Oba is a pen name, so we don't know exactly who the writer really is. This is the first one written under this name, but I wonder what else he's written as other people. Because this comes out very well formed oh, it does. right out of the gate. So well formed. And when you end up, you would have that deal of if you are the writer, not getting that disconnect because you are writing stuff down. So we saw the writer, you know, and you might just not even think of that because you're you have the spelling there, but obviously in the real deal, he's just hearing that and goes with it. And so I thought it was really cool, but he just says traffic accident. So he writes that down. And let's see what happens. He's just there. I mean, he's like, all right, let's go. And page turn, and he gets just handcaked by a like a giant truck. He gets he gets isekai to another world right there by the truck. There's got to be someone who's written who's written the isekai of, of this guy waking up in another world, don't you think? Maybe maybe that'll be our book. I'll edit this part out so no one steals our idea. Yes, yeah, so it would be cool. Like he's there with his mother. I want him to have the ghost motorcycle <laughs> kill. Oh, I got this guy. World. We hardly knew you. <laughs> Uh, just going around harassing everybody. <laughs> It'd be funny if he actually, for some reason, went in the Shinigami world. He's chasing those two, you know, Shinigamis. Get back here, girly. Uh, but yeah, he ends up, this proves it. It really works. He's kind of shocked there. But he's also like, oh, yeah, I think I'm a murderer now. I, I've killed two people. And before, when he didn't realize, oh, that might not have been me. Heart attack. Now, when you actually write the type of way that really is like okay yeah, you, hard to explain anything else it's as crazy as it seems it, it's bad i like the other biker boys are like oh man i'm getting out of here <laughs> Ooh, that's disgusting and they end up leaving but yeah so with it's all of Taco this Tuesday, oh yes. my god and you do get that different i mean a really cool looking like splatter deal of a word bubble where he starts like i've killed two people and he's kind of looking at his hands, I killed, I killed. But then it even gets back to that uh, different type of word bubbles to kind of show that he has a little bit of emotions. But I think it's more... We kind of see him losing some control and then very, very quickly regaining that emotional control where he says, first he thinks, oh, it's evil, I got to get rid of it. But he thinks, well, maybe not. All of a sudden he jumps to the deal right away then of this world's a rotten mess. Like, right, he thinks, I've made this world better twice. He goes from... From being, I'm a murderer, to no, I'm like a you know, public service. He could say, well, you know, I, I'm i not a murderer. Because, like, he's trying to convince himself, but he really goes for it. I mean, he thinks that this is the idea, and then starts to really talk to himself. And remember, this is all flashbacks, so Ryuk has not shown up yet. And starts like, do I have the guts? Like, he's really goading himself and trying to figure out if he's the one. And maybe I could just leave it for somebody else. No. They wouldn't have the guts. This what he gets really, really over the top of. I'm going to clean up this world. Giving himself an ego trip that I am the only one who can do this. It has to be me. I'm I'm the smartest. I'm the best. I'm the purest. He thinks that he's the only one who can do this. He's going to use the Death Note to change the world. And then we, that's when we go back to like current times where he's sitting. He just finished up a story with Ryuk. And Ryuk just says, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fine, that's cool. And yeah, he's like, all right, yeah. Uh, 
what's going on? Uh, you wrote a bunch of names because now we're back to the idea that he wrote a ton of names. All those names that he wrote down that Ryuk was really, really like amazed at. In five days, you wrote all these. But he says, you didn't write this specific cause of death. What? You just, you know, not concerned. You're not bothered. It's all part of the plan. Light doesn't do things just to do it. He ends up where, and again, you could think that it's one of those, well, you wrote down 200 names or whatever the, you know, the deal. You're not going to sit there, okay, how's this guy going to die? How's so Ryuk just thinks, oh, you just left that there because it's not really concerned they're going to die. But he's like, no, 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 this is what I'm doing. And this is right. Not that after that flashback that he said, I can change the world. Eh, I'll get to that later, right? He's doing cram school death note now. Right. He doesn't want to just change the world a little bit at a time in secret. He doesn't just want to remove occasional bad people. He wants the world to know there's someone making the bad people die so that all the bad people in the world stop being bad people. He wants to do this all at once. He wants the publicity. He doesn't really want his name exactly out there. But he wants the world to know that this is happening. Yeah, he wants to know there's an angel of death that's going to take down everybody who's bad. And this is a weird twist. I'm not quite sure I follow this. So the really bad people, the, the murderers, the vicious, the horrible of the horrible, they're going to die of heart attacks. And those are the ones that he wants everyone to know about right away, to realize super quickly all the murderers are just dropping dead. But also, he says, I'll gradually be killing off immoral people. And people who harass others, look out, cram school bullies, through illness and accidents. So I think maybe this could be, I think this is dropped pretty quickly, but at least the idea here is he's got like two tracks. He's got the fast track for the murderers in public, and then also people who just kind of piss him off <laughs> that go in secret. Like you have to wait for that when he gets rid of all the ones and then those people don't listen. But the big thing about it is I love like he is like you can tell right away like he is a could have been a serial killer and and he's, he mean, has he has no emotions in the way of empathy or anything you can tell that through the whole deal when you see oh a woman's being harassed i won't stop that i'm going to use it to test my book like he's not dead. this is an opportunity yeah. so when ryuk says you do something like that the only one left with a bad personality will be you and the best is he's almost saying in my mind like are you going to have to kill yourself at the end but he ends up thinking, oh, well, getting caught or whatnot. And he goes, what do you mean? Yeah, he looks legitimately confused. What, what bad personality? I'm a serious straight-A student, a model teenager. And that's like the only time we see him like like he has like the angel look. Like he can do <laughs> that. He can turn that on. He mm-hmm. is insane. Where he's like, oh, me? And it looks like, oh, my God, you're part of BTS can... suddenly. You're in the boy bands, <laughs> you are. He's, he's the sweet one. Yeah. And it's J-Hope. And then so you end up where he's like, <laughs> like says that. And then Ryuk looks and like, holy crap, this is the best. <laughs> he ends up because you end up having like say, I will reign over a new world. And the only reaction by Ryuk is, man, humans are fun. I was right. This is <laughs> he the hit best. the jackpot. He got an interesting one right out of the bat. You could end right there. It's a really cool ending. Like, holy crap, this is some fun time. It's times. an interesting choice because you could stop right there. But we get just a couple more pages where so far we've been completely through Light's point of view. Right. I mean, other than the very beginning opening where we saw the world of Shinigami. But other than it's been all Light's point of view. But now we get somewhere completely different. We're at a G8 summit. So it's a meeting of the international criminal police organizations all over the world. The big countries all over the world have gotten together. Quickly, I've realized, hey, we have 52 people in the past week, you know, murderers and criminals 
They've all died from cardiac arrest. They were either being pursued by police or they were behind bars. And, you know, those are only the ones we know about. There's probably others that we haven't been able to correlate yet. So what's going on? They're, they're trying to figure something out. And then we cut away again to this unknown figure. We don't even see his face. No. Nope. He's sitting on the floor. He looks like my, my, uh, my first bachelor apartment. He's got no furniture. He's got a computer, but no furniture. He's sitting on the floor. Don't see his face. in have a featureless room. And he says, hmm, Interpol's finally starting to move on this. We don't really know exactly when this happens. And, well, this is one case where I'm going to need some help from the police. So whoever this is, he thinks that clearly this is a case for him, and the police will maybe help him out. Yeah, and so Light's right. I mean, you end up where they are aware. They're already aware that things are happening, that this isn't just random. I mean, all these people dropping over with heart attacks, so... The Interpol police, they're, they're getting in on this. It's not exactly like as quick as I think Light might have thought, like where he'd be praised. I mean, even with bad people dying, you can't have that happen. So they seem to all be gathering. They're all concerned. Let's figure out what's going to be going on here. And yeah, it starts the game. And then we end up seeing this, you know, mysterious figure, like you said, just sitting there in his bachelor pad where he, he's bought a computer, maybe some ramen <laughs> noodles and maybe a mattress that he throws on the floor. It's not blankets. So. Yeah, it is a good setup. I mean, you have a complete chapter here that ends up giving you the world deal and, and really the world of this. It's a regular mm-hmm. world, normal world, but the Death Note and the, the Shinigami, it's well played We're out. We're introduced to our three main characters, our Ryuk, our Light, and this guy at the end who we're going to find out is going to be L. And we've got all these parallels set up, which right from the, right the outset, we have Ryuk and Light as a parallel, and we're going to get Light... And this other guy is a parallel as well. And so with that, we have talked about this before, I think. And uh, when we talk about it, the big thing is you don't know who you're supposed to like here. The idea of, like, light, he's not likable. He's not your usual shonen protagonist, right? He's he's, he's not your... Uh... He's not the plucky kid. No, he's not. (laughs) You're not rooting for him. uh, I don't know. Maybe you're rooting for him to stop or whatever. But when you have a a demon, a death god who makes you giggle, and you're kind of like, I like him. (laughs) Like, I like Ryuk way better than I like Light right off the bat. But even then, he's a death god who's just there toying with it. It's really, it's dark. But it's not dark. It's dark in a psychological type of way. It makes you think about it's the things more. It's dark when you than... think about it. But if you just go along and read it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's the. It's such a unique deal, like you said, with not a lot of things like it. Because I don't think you can. It's it's done so so uniquely in a way that you go where I could see an editor at first saying like can't do this who am i supposed to like here who am i supposed to be into at the end it's funny because you end up having that mysterious character where you end up oh i get it that's like you know that's just that's actually the sherlock holmes we were following the moriarty but it's not even that anyway because he's not that likable either Mm -hmm. so the end up as we go forward you kind of just go with the flow and enjoy the story in the way where you're like i hope i would never run into anybody that's in this book so it really is good. It's such a good and well thought out. Everything's well thought out. And with a book like a Death Note like this, you could think that, oh, man, like that didn't make sense or that was fudged. Or, that's, it's not, it doesn't really go no, that route. It, it all seems to make sense so far. Right, right away, it kind of grabs you with this concept because I think if you, if you had read this and you, right away, like we can turn to the next page and read the next chapter. 
But the people who saw this back in 2003 would have to wait another week or so. I imagine I'd be thinking, well, what could happen next? What are the rules? How does it work? What are the details? There's a, a lot to think about here. Yeah, it really is. And it's really, really good. So this is the only reading club that we're going to give scores on. Uh, luckily, though, we really, really like this. So uh, oh, yeah. with that, what would you give this? I think the art here is good. I think the art gets better over the next few chapters. Some of some of the things here look a little simple. Some of the faces look a little simplistic. The backgrounds are a little simplistic. The character comes through, which is the most important thing. But I think the art gets even better. The The setup, this is a perfect setup for a first chapter of a manga because it just sets up so many possibilities. You have the strong characters. You have this crazy idea that's just going to sit in the back of your head, just like it did in Light's Head, in the back of your head and make you think about things. So it's nearly a perfect opening chapter. I got to give this like a 9.5. I give it a 9.7, I think. So a weird score, but I'm right with you. And the thing is, what you're tapping into is also like, as you're reading this, you start to think like, who would I put in the death note? You don't <laughs> want to have those thoughts, right? You, you no. end up like, oh my God, who? what am I? Uh, but that's kind of the cool thing of it. And again, the way that this plays out, he legitimately, after this first chapter, he even says at that point, was the motorcycle bully boy harasser, did he deserve to die? Not really. Like he is, you know, a jerk. Maybe he should have been punched in the face. He didn't deserve to die. And he's already done that. And so that's the idea where yeah, you can easily cross the line. He's already done it. Now he tries to pull it back by saying he's only going to hurt bad people. That's not going to last. And Ryuk's already told him that he's not going to heaven. He's not going to hell. So it's kind of like that final judgment on him. That's already taken care of. Whatever it is, we don't know what it is, but that's over. Yeah, it's over. So like you said, bully boys at cram school, you watch out. Teachers throwing chalk at them, you watch out. Because you don't know, and and I think it plays well, the idea, like, is he going to snap? Like, is he going to write the world and then pictures the guy? Like, the crazy stuff. Like, he's so over the top. But he is also very, very smart, which we found out. I mean, this isn't just, oh, you're a smart kid. No, no, no. He's one of the smartest kids in in Japan. And then we'll get more of his character and what he ends up trying to do and want to do. And then with the Death Note and stuff like that, and Ryuk. where it is kind of funny where Ryuk ends up just being an observer who's just having a ball. He's already mm-hmm. having a ball now, and this is like a perfect meeting. So that's why you get, because it's so perfect, you kind of think to yourself, it couldn't have been that random. But maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have to find out. Because, again, you said Ryuk's never going to be you know, a credible or reliable narrator. I mean, he's a death god, but I like him. I think he's pretty cool, and he's got a very <laughs> unique you know, character design. So when you see it, and that's Indeed. that's a big thing for these first chapters when you end up having, because it is something, you said, the art gets a lot better, and it's still great, but it, it really gets more detail and really gets in where, you know, you're you're kind of amazed. It does. Now, we're, re- we're recording this first chapter slightly out of order just because of the way this, you know, reading club set up, but we're only at chapter, you know, only a few chapters in, let's say. So you and I have not read ahead I've specifically not watched the anime because I want to do this in real time. I want to, you know, be able to speculate and make theories that clearly people who have read it already will know which theories I make up are complete garbage. But, but I mean, that's the fun. We're, we're going to play along with this for real without cheating and just go, go as if we were back in 2003 reading this and Shonen Jump. 
And it drives me nuts sometimes when I even hear people talking about current comics, the big two, Marvel, DC, or whatever. And I know specifically they've told me that they have read ahead. Some people get, you know, ahead of the time review copies and stuff. But then when they get on, they want to feel smart. <laughs> hmm, I have a feeling that this is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. could sit there and say, you know, lip service all around. But I hate, I do not do that because I don't want to end up. First off, spoiling oh, yeah. anything been, to anybody. I, you know, YouTube algorithm keeps trying to feed me spoilers about Death Note. I've been dodging those. Yeah, and I, I don't want to end up, I don't mind uh, acting like a dummy and being a dummy because that's the fun of it. I like to be like, and I'm I'm telling you right now, if you have just, this is the first thing you're listening to, I, I am, and Jason as well, big on theories. Like, I love <laughs> throwing stuff out oh, there. And this is the see. perfect book for that. Because there's every chapter, there's something to speculate as to who's, what are they really thinking? What are they really going to do? What's happening next? It's, and it's and just specifically the with this, if we do have a theory, like I'm going to turn it around to let everybody know, it's not a spoiler. We have no idea. We're just oh, saying absolutely. things that we usually will say. <laughs> if, if we accidentally, yeah, if we accidentally get something right, it's just a complete coincidence. Oh, and if I get something right, then I will crow about it for, for weeks on <laughs> and, uh, end, right? But the idea... Uh, with that, which is funny because as we're doing these reading clubs, and me and you, like you said, we started out. This was the first one that we were just doing just as a side deal going. And then me and Luke, and then pretty much me, I said, we should just do more reading clubs because those seem to be a way to get more people involved and new people reading and stuff like that. And so with that, uh, I we ended up doing Chainsaw Man. And I was talking uh, with Antonio. Because in that episode, I said, I can imagine a cutesy voice for Pochita. So then he sends me a message and he says, oh, yeah, there's rumors that there's going to be a cute voice for Pochita. And I said, you know who I would get? I'd get the person who ended up doing Pikachu for that (laughs) voice. I think it'd be great. And he writes back, you bastard. That's who they got. That did that. And I'm like, oh well. Like I'm telling you, okay, I just you threw go. it out there. That's who I get. And again, that's my he, he limited view. Like, yeah, it's got a little bit of a Pokemon kind of look to him. Sure. And I thought the idea in my mind had that because that's one of the cutest voices ever. Right. And I thought With your extensive knowledge of Japanese exactly, voice actors, and that's all. It, that's it. I only know like five, and I don't know right. them. It's, I'm it's like, like if I'm playing Trivial Pursuit and there's a question about hockey, I'll just say exactly Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, Bobby Orr. <laughs> I don't know. That's all you say. Uh, but I. Said that thinking, Orr, yeah, really. And I say the idea of this was because he has this chainsaw, he's kind of a demon, but it'd be funny to have that, you know, deal because he's so cute. And he's like, Yep, that's the rumor that that's who they got. I'm like, All right. And he goes, oh, Did you read that? I'm like, What? what am I going to sit there and look up who do they think? I didn't even know. I forgot there was going to be an anime. But yeah, that's the fun of it. So again, like we said, this is not going to be a spoiler, horrific cast. And really, the way that we play it is. Just me and you reading it and talking about it so people can, you know, listen along and and do that. And eventually, hopefully, we'll get some emails about the different books and things like that. And again, I'll say it at the end. You don't have to listen to every, you know, reading club. If you like Death Note, just listen to Death Note. If you want to listen to them all, it's great. But all of these that we're doing, I think, are really, really cool ways to jump into. Say sample them all and see which ones appeal to you because... Again, I, I don't know, are all of the ones we're doing in Shonen Jump? Yep, they're all in Shonen Jump. The, the first couple chapters are all free in Shonen Jump. You don't have to pay anything. And if you want to follow along, it's two bucks a month, and then you get the full access to everything. We don't get any kickback, alas. But it's, you know, I, I've heard it called the, the best deal in comics. <laughs> I've heard that. I mean, 
it is one of those things that's such a great deal. Like, again, listen to the first three chapters. The first three are free. You can listen to those. And then when we get going, if you want to keep going with us in these different ones, yeah, just get the Shonen Jump app and you, you'll, it's well worth it. You'll be very happy with it if you already like the three yeah. going. So if you're, if you're not already a manga reader, this is a great way to jump in. I think Death Note's a great first one. It's not like a superhero book like My Hero, but it has, it's easy to get into without knowing anything about manga. There's the one place where it kind of goes into the, the black background, and then you kind of got to know, oh, that's a flashback. But even that is telegraphing the panels. So there's nothing, there's no barrier to entry. And yeah, I'm going to end up, and probably by this point where most people would hear this, I'm going to end up doing something of like a, you know, manga for dummies. I don't want to say that. I'm the dummy, but, you know, a one-on-one deal. And where I always say it with new readers is the idea, if you remember when you first started reading any comics, there was a learning curve of how the panel progression goes in normal comics, Western comics. Mm -hmm. Everybody has that little deal, but you were able to get over that. I mean, obviously, if you're reading other comics and things like that, this is the same kind of learning curve. It's just a different flow from right to left, which seems daunting, but it's not. It's just the same as yeah, getting it, your first I comic. I don't even think about that anymore. The only time I ever get confused is if I happen to read a Western comic that's in black and white. Because my, my brain says black and white goes this way and color goes that way. That's the only thing. There are a couple, and everybody would run into this, where you will get legitimate manga that write, read left to right. For some reason, they've decided to go that mm-hmm. route. Sometimes they do a mirror image type deal to put like an older tray, but now. Yeah, there's a couple that say every chapter, oh, the mangaka says, I want it to go this way, so it's going that way. That throws me off. Uh, <laughs> that is, I'm done. I think one of them is Phantom Girl, I think is the one that is. Yeah, Phantom that, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Luke can't read it. Luke said, and it's so weird. I'm trying to say that everybody can get used to doing this, but once you get in that mode for each. Of them, so you get in how that does, mode. does that get published in a physical magazine anthology? Because how would that work in an anthology? I don't know how we strain. Must be digital. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, but yeah, Luke's like, oh, that drives me nuts. But yeah, overall, it's it's very easy. Once you read a couple chapters, you'll be in. You know, and occasionally you'll go. I said when we were doing one of those where I get the Shonen Jump app, and just as a deal, I'll swipe the wrong way, and then it yells at me. But then I'm like, oh, come on. I get all mad. I yell at him. Give me a break, Shonen Jump. I read too much. But with that, everybody, thanks for listening. I hope that you continue on with this. Me and Jason going through this as well as all the others. Yeah. And you'll realize that there are so many different types of manga. A lot of people have that idea. And we tried to get some classic big ones, but also try to have different genres going. So hopefully you'll. You'll get that idea that there's a ton of things out Something there. Something for bit everybody. There. You like, yeah, you like the, the superhero. You like the psychological. You like the more violent. You like the horror. There's something out there. Yeah, there is action. Like you said, like a violent steel romance. Yeah, everything into badminton. I hear there's one about badminton. badminton. There is. There's uh, sports are big too. That's another big thing. But with all of that, yeah, thanks for joining me, Jason. Thanks everybody. Thank you, Jim. And, yeah, we'll be talking to you all. Next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.